0: The Law Report with Michael Matsuening Bell, Kaya FM,
1: 95.9. All
0: right, 20 minutes before nine o'clock. We're moving on to the second part of our show. And, um, and I'm going to introduce my, my next guest, Ms. Julia uh, Motapola from the NHBRC. Um, and we're going to talk about the Consumer Housing Protection Bill. But before we do that, let me welcome my guest, uh, Ms. Motapola. Good evening to you and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you
1: very much, Michael. And
0: it's Muta <laughs> Thanks very much. And thanks to
1: the
0: listeners. I'm <laughs> um, um, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, So, not everybody knows what the uh, NHBRC is and what it does. Maybe take us through that before we talk about the bill because the first thing when, yeah. when, when, when I was going to talk to you, I wondered to myself how the NHBRC fits into this bill. And, <laughs> and, 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 and of course, we'll deal with that during the course of the show. But immediately, maybe just for the Afropolitans, who and what is the NHBRC?
1: Yeah, I guess that would be correct, Michael, because uh, that would assist in providing some context uh, to, to the bill. Now, the NHBRC, the full name obviously being the National Home Builders Registration Council, it is a, a statutory body, meaning it's a, it's a body that, uh, or an entity that has been created by an Act of Parliament. Uh, through a legislation currently called the Housing Consumers Protection Measures Act, is the Act of nineteen of ninety five of nineteen ninety eight. Mm. Now, the key mandate of the NHBRC are basically two. But when you look at the act, you'll find that you know there are quite a number of them as a, a objects uh, of the NHBRC. But the main critical ones are the first one is to represent uh, the housing consumers. By providing warranty protection, I'll explain later what that means, Mm. Uh, but importantly against defects in new homes. Mm. So it's to represent the interest of housing consumers against defects in new homes. That's the first one. The second one is to regulate the home building industry. Now, basically right there, you have two. Parts. The first one is about protection of housing consumers, and the housing consumers we're talking about people that are buying homes, you know, to occupy, you know, to live there with their families. People that are renting homes, uh, and, and we're talking about the home building industry. Mm. Uh, the second part is about regulation which is really uh, regulating the industry the nhbrc is one of the regulatory uh, bodies within the human settlement uh, uh, sector mm.
0: okay so so you 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 looking at, at 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 three parts and then are you compulsory in other words especially the first one where oh. you provide the assurance service is it compulsory for me i'm building uh, my house um, and, uh, I'm both, I'm a builder as well. And oh. I extend it. Like it it's a two room in a garage, must yeah. I, must I phone you? And yeah. what process then follows?
1: Okay. Brilliant. So, so let's start with the regulatory part. Um, the regulatory part is the one that says there is no person in our country who is allowed to build houses for people without having registered with the NHPRC. Okay right. So that is the responsibility of a person called the home builder. Or we, you know, simply in in simple terms, we call them contractors sometimes. But just to follow the legislation, we call them home builders or contractors So I'll use them interchangeably. So this particular builder uh, would say uh, there's a house that I'm supposed to, to build or a number of homes that I'm supposed to build. They cannot, they are not allowed to do that. So the first thing is that they must be registered with the nhbrc mm-hmm. so they will come in come to our offices or call and will explain to them the requirements for them to do that so 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 in in a nutshell the regulatory part has got a number of things so the first one is exactly what i'm talking about that the builder has has you know has an obligation to come and register before they can start building homes or houses for people that's the first thing the second part of the regulatory element is that once they have done that we don't leave them on the ledge Mm -hmm. so we will help them we will train them because not all of them who come in and say i want to be in the business of home building have got all the skills and capacity and 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 all that so we have a responsibility also to train them because remember that we are a regulatory body Mm -hmm. so we are not a Policing kind of uh, institution, so we regulate.
0: And, and, and let me let me squeeze in this question. Yeah. And with, with and hopefully without sort of um, uh, uh, interrupting your trail of thought, mm. I'm assuming all of this is not for free. So the the contractor would come to you and would have to pay something of a fee. Yes. And 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 one wonders whether that legislation is even practical given the economic. Circumstances of the country, we, we we know that what might be happening on on some uh, peri-urban area is not necessarily the reality in in an urban area. Yes,
1: yeah. The, the, look, the fees that are required really is quite minimal. It's not it's not a, a lot of money, but we explained that to 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 uh, to the builders. Yeah. Um. But. You know, even when you enrol, for example, uh, when you bring in and say, "I want to," okay, certainly when you say you want to, you want to register, we take you through the requirements. The the the, the amounts that we are talking about, there really is minimal. We're not talking about thousands right, you know, right. of of exactly. But over and above that, once the builder has done that, there's a process that I don't want us to miss. Is that uh, you said, uh, as Michael, as a housing consumer, you want mm. to build a house. Mm. So it is again going to be the responsibility of that particular builder to come again to the NHBRC and say I am going to be building a house for for my house. Mm. I must enroll it. So they will come and enroll, and again, uh, that um, that money is supposed to come, you know, uh, to be paid by the builder. But in actual fact, it is you, as Michael, Correct. the house consumer, who has to pay that money. Are we talking about a lot of money again? Well, you know, I guess it's quite relative. But really, right now, as I'm talking to you, the maximum uh, that will ever charge a person is about, you know, around thirty-four thousand. And we're talking about probably houses that are costing thousands of rent. Yeah, so that's the maximum. That's, that's like the, the creme yeah, de
0: la creme of houses. But yes, now, the, the, and that's not who I'm worried about. Those guys don't worry, but they, they, they spend that on a exactly. drink. So that's yes. the, I'm, yes. I'm worried more about um, the, I just want to erect, uh, you know, extend my four-bedroom house and make it a six-bedroom oh. house. Um therefore every cent would count in, in, in that example and for yeah. example if you take tax if I, if somebody's buying a house and it's the last time i checked if it's under 500,000 rands it was tax um mm. um it, it was not liable for for uh, for tax yeah. and there was that that exemption do you have similar exemptions if my if the the site has been erected or uh, extended for let's say 200,000 rands
1: well, a few things. Mm. The first one is that uh, we we don't have an exemption in relation to the issue of registration or enrollment. Right. right. The exemption that we have is only in instances where somebody comes to us and say, "I am Michael. I am probably an engineer or a, a project." Uh, manager in the construction industry uh, or I understand the building industry I I want to build a home for myself or I have somebody who's gonna come and build for for me and this person is qualified so we will take that person through the the requirements you know test them to check their capability to check their expertise you know to check you know to make sure that they will be capable of building a quality home remember one of the key things about the NHBRC is to assure quality homes yeah so once we are satisfied with that, then there's a provision in the act that allows us after having gone through the, the processes. You know, uh, there's the a committee of council that is responsible for making decisions of that nature and ultimately going to council. But once council is satisfied that you've got the necessary uh, capabilities and expertise, then you can be exempted, and, okay. and it's All outlined right. in the act.
0: Happiness, please. happiness. Now there's there's that bit about paying. Now I've paid. Now my house has been built and at the end um, it's not built well. Yes. Can I come to the NHBRC and if yes, what can I come and ask for?
1: 100%. so, 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 of so some of the mechanisms that you're you're managing me, Michael. So I'm not able to tell you some of those things. But anyway, so <laughs> no, please,
0: please tell me what you what, what you want to tell me. Let, no, let it's okay. I us ghosty Let's worry
1: about <laughs> <laughs> let's for now. So, so you you have bought a house. I mean, uh, you you have a house now, and uh, they are certain. I'll call them defects. Yeah. There are problems with the house. Yeah, we, we call them defects. Mm. Uh, and, and and you obviously you'll have to complain to somebody. You have to tell somebody that I, I've got a problem, you know, going to, own, going to limbo and whatever, those kind of things. So the first point of call is for you as a housing consumer to go back to that home builder. Yeah. That contractor who has built your house. Mm. And his responsibility is to come back to you and fix sorry and fix that you know, that particular defect. But you know, reality says there are instances where the contractor or the home stops taking up might your call. Exactly, <laughs> Stop taking up your call, and they see the number, they and run block. away. Then that's where the NHBRC mm-hmm. comes in. Right. But you should, you'd be able to show uh, that you know uh, I have uh, consulted or contacted. I've tried as to. As well.
0: I've exhausted the possibility of talking to the contractor. I'm now finished. turning to you as the NHBRC, and now, and what can then can you do?
1: Exactly. Now, in terms of the act that I highlighted to you at the beginning, there's a complaint process. That complaint process says you, as Michael, being the housing consumer, you can then now come to the NHBRC and say, this is my story. I've got a house. These are the problems that I'm having with the house. I've tried to communicate with my builder and, you know, he's giving me a runaround. Now, When I said to you, one of our mandates is to protect the interest of housing consumer. That in in, in simple terms means we have a responsibility to give a peace of mind to that particular housing consumer. So when they come to lodge a complaint, so we take them through the process. And some of the things that would happen there is that we will immediately immediately take the responsibility of following up with the builder and making sure that the builder comes in, uh, you know, uh, after communicating with us and doing what you call the conciliation process, come and, you know, rectify your house but again the reality says you might even us as the nhbrc you might find that we've got issues with that particular builder well you know he's still not willing or giving us too much running around right. but we will deal with him so we would there's something called the warranty fund so in those kind of instances and 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 on pro, i mean uh, uh, provided the defect or the repair that needs to be done is what you call structural defect meaning mm. it's a major it's a major defect mm. In that case, there's something called the warranty cover that we have at the NHBRC. So through this complaints process and the conciliation, we are able to assess at some point, we will know for sure what kind of a defect are we dealing with. Now, where the builder has run away and is not coming through, we are able to tap now into this warranty cover as long as you are still within a particular period in this particular case uh, right now the requirement is that you know you should still be within a period of 5 years mm. from the date that you occupied your home so okay we'll so meaning
0: that you will use the warranty cover to fic- uh, attend to the defect
1: to the defect yes yeah. so we'll n- get n- our now that's one contract. example
0: what happens when the when he's ran away and with my money i ba- i gave him a deposit mm. and then he disappeared
1: Yes. You know so some of some of the things that I would have wanted to talk to you about yeah. is the rights and obligations of both parties.
0: Right. right? All right. Now so one, maybe 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 I'll invite you specially for that and we'll sit down and have a talk about that. But right now we've got two yeah, minutes left.
1: Let's <laughs> get into it yeah. Sure. Let's let, let's get into it quickly. So 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 what would happen is that you know you've got those unscrupulous, you know, uh, builders. Now so the NHBRC has got jurisdiction over certain things. Now one of the things that we do Is that we've got what you call the enforcement mechanisms wherein we're able to take that particular builder through our disciplinary process. The only challenge with the disciplinary process wherein we take the builder is that we are not in a position right now because we are limited by the act to... Get to be able to get that money that the builder has run away from, but we can do certain things with the builder, like suspend their their, their registration. We can, uh, you know, penalise them a, a certain amount of money, which is quite minimal. That is why we are now repealing the act, and which is why now you want us to talk about about the bill. But the housing consumer on the other side, when you enter, when you you go to a builder and say, "I want to, I want you to build my house." Yeah. It's a contractual relationship, right there. Yeah. And and, and, and and when you have that contractual relationship, that means when that burger has run away with your mind for one reason or another, there are civil, uh, you know, legal processes. Okay, that Okay, so you, you are
0: don't. So other than the discipline, uh, you you can't you can't step into their shoes and make good on <laughs> uh, on that. So you so but, you you would look at, you, where you can make good is on defects.
1: Yes, we can okay. make on Yes, Spot on, like, spot on. One,
0: one, one more minute left, if I can just squeeze in. Now, now we understand the lay of the land insofar as what is currently the situation. What is yeah. the bill going to introduce or change? Now-
1: uh-huh. Now, some of these challenges that I was explaining to you about what would happen to the housing consumer, the, what the builders do, and you know the issue of penalties like it's minimal right now. The maximum is something like twenty-five thousand, which doesn't help uh, so much mm. uh, when when you're sitting with somebody with a housing consumer with major structural defects. Now. Mm. The bill, so, so so, currently what we are saying is that this particular act that we have has got a number of challenges. Now, if we are going to continue saying we are a champion of housing consumers, we need to give them that peace of mind and be able to assist them as and when they come. Right now, the act SPT has got those challenges and it's limiting our efforts or initiatives to assist these housing consumers you know, in the manner that we would want. Yeah. Now, the bill... Seek to do exactly that. So, so, so. Yeah. All right. I'm afraid, I'm afraid yeah. we
0: have run out of time. Um, we, it looks like we needed a little bit more than 20 minutes But, uh, but, but if, 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 if you will come again We'd love to have you again So we can get more deeper into this, uh, into, into this question uh, Thank you so much, uh, Ms. Uh, Julia Mutapola She's the National Home Builders Registration Council Acting COO Thank you so much, ma'am And thank you to you, the Afropolitan uh, Sutumea, she's up next For me, Michael Mutsoning-Bill Good night
1: that was the law report with Michael Mutwenning Bill. Kaya FM 95.9.